Hi, my name is Beth, and I am the host of the Seeking Light podcast. In a world that presents us with growth and challenges, there is tremendous light. And this podcast is a source of light through scriptural insights that I have gained through the years. Come join me as I share light in a world that can sometimes be confusing. Thank you for joining me today on today's podcast. Uh, this um, is a re summary release. Uh, again, um, we are traveling, we're together. Matt has the month of July off as a school administrator. And so we try to pack in as much as we can. And I, um, I love this podcast. It was, it's, um, there's three stories that I share about it. And the title of it is there's nothing that is coincidental. So thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello to each of you on this fine day. Um, what I'm finding right now in this first week of creating this uh, Seeking Light podcast is that I have all these ideas I want to do. I've sat down and made a list in a notebook. I've got a memo inside my phone that I've been keeping, um, record, um, writing down topics that I love and that mean a lot to me, that inspire me. And I've noticed that I just want to keep going. So tonight it's Sunday. I, this is my second episode I'm recording that I'll release later on. Um, but I'm just super excited. I hope you're enjoying the content and the little bit of time we had to have together. I want you to know that I just, I just really want to spread light. I feel like being able to do this podcast has given me a voice and comfort. And I'm hoping that you're feeling those feelings too by listening to these and and that they're inspiring for you and maybe there's some answers you can get in your life while you listen to the podcast so thank you so much for joining me tonight so tonight I'm going to start off I want to tell you three different stories so the first story is I want to tell you about my appliances so Matt and I we bought an old farm home um, about five and a half years ago and we basically we pretty much gutted it there were some rooms that we left up and didn't tear down the walls but most of the house probably 70 percent of the house we tore it apart we actually lived in a trailer his parents travel trailer on the side of the house uh, while we were redoing the house so for three months so anyway we moved into this house and um, we did have to buy a new dishwasher uh, we did uh, kept the same fridge that they had had previously when we, you know, before we moved in and we kept the same oven. Uh, we kept the same stovetop. So all those appliances pretty much were the same. The only thing that we bought was a new dishwasher. So anyway, after we moved in um, a couple years in, I think I can't remember. I'd have to go look at my journal or whatever, but I noticed that there would be water on the kitchen floor. And I could not figure out what was going on. Well, I finally figured out that there was something going on with the fridge that I'd wake up in a random morning and walk out in the dark of the kitchen and I would step in water. And so I realized that there was this leak. And what I found is um, in the bottom of the fridge, in the freezer section, that there would water would fill up and it creating an ice and then it would slowly drip out when it was over full. So what I did for a few years, which you, I know you'll think I'm crazy, is I would just break up that ice on the bottom of that freezer uh, and I would throw it into the sink. 
And then I wouldn't have a leak for a week and a half to two weeks of water. So that's what I did for almost three years. I know, stupid. I should just have called an appliance guy. Okay, then also our, our oven stopped working a few summers ago. And it's a really nice, it's a decor. And I had searched and searched for an appliance guy to come out and fix it. It was very hard to find them. They said that there was no part to be replaced with that. Um, I just had no luck. So what I found is through playing around with the this oven, it's a double oven. I found that if I kept the temperature at 135 degrees all the time on the top oven, that the alarm wouldn't go off constantly. So I felt kind of stuck because I had been told by an appliance store and by different appliance workers, I even had one guy come out to the house, that there was no replacement part for this particular unit. And so I felt like, what do I do? Do, you know, according to these appliance people, this, this oven was 10 to $12,000, this double oven. And, you know, do we get a brand new one for, I don't know. It was just, there's this quandary in my head. So literally I, I kept this oven on at 135 degrees for like three years, which is very dangerous and scary. So if my insurance company hears this podcast, they'll freak out anyway. Okay. So that's my first story. My second story is my kids are into sports and my two youngest before COVID hit, they played uh, basketball and soccer and um, ran track. And so one night I was driving in my car to take one of my kids to a practice. And shockingly, I ran out of gas. Now, this is the first time in my life that I have ever personally run out of gas. Now, Matt and I once ran out of gas when we were younger and the kids were much younger, but this is the first time in my life where I have personally ran out of gas. So I was pretty darn scared. Luckily, I ran out of gas on a major intersection and I was able to get my car over on the side of the road as it like kind of just shut down. I just kind of rolled to the side. So that was a huge blessing. So anyway, I was sitting there and not knowing what to do. And so I get out of the car and all of a sudden this uh, van, white van pulls up behind me and uh, this man jumps out and he said, how are you doing? And I said, I'm not doing so good. I, I ran out of gas and I'm so embarrassed because literally by my house, there's a gas station like maybe a mile away, mile and a quarter. So this was really ridiculous. So anyway, he said, well, let me help you out. Um, I've got a gas can in my van and I'll drive over to that gas station over the overpass and I'll fill it up with a little bit and get you some so you can get to a gas station yourself. So I was extremely grateful. Um, he did that. He went over and I didn't, I, I, when he got back, I said, let me please pay you. I, I feel so bad. And he said, no, 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 it's okay. And I said, no, really. And I go to my wallet and I open my wallet and guess what? I have no cash. So then I was really embarrassed. So here I ran out of gas. I have no cash. Um, I'm just less than a quarter of a mile from a gas station. And I'm just, it's embarrassing. Anyway, he puts enough gas in my car so that I can drive into a town close by my house and fill up my full tank. And um, I was so grateful that later that night after my, my child's practice, 
I went to my bank and I pulled money because the practice was in the town where my bank was. So anyway, I pulled out some cash and he had mentioned to me that he lived down the road from where I had run out of gas. So I, um, I literally went looking for him, his van. So it was later in the, it was a couple hours later after the incident. And so I just drove down the street and I started driving down roads and I found his van at a house and I went to knock on the door. I wanted to give him $20 for helping me out and nobody answered the door. So I pulled out a piece of paper in my, out of my purse. I wrote him a note of gratitude, thanking him for helping me in the situation. And I put the $20 on his seat of his uh, van and with the note and I, I left. So now fast forward about uh, four months, five months, and I'm going to share with you another story. So this is my third story. Um, I live on a beautiful road that is flat pretty much, and I love to walk on it. I love walking. Walking is just a huge energy release for me and I love being outside and I love looking around and seeing all the beauty that is around me here in in where the state I live in in Oregon. So, I was out on a walk one late afternoon and while I was walking, I happened to be talking to a friend of mine on the phone and I noticed as I was getting towards the end of my this road that there was something black on the um and the road and i kept thinking what is that that is so weird what is that and so i kept getting closer and closer and i thought that is so strange and i get up to it and i pick it up and i notice that it is a really nice um computer bag pouch and I, it's hard, there, so I, I can tell that there's like a laptop in it. Um, I said to my friend, what do I do? Do I pick it up? But somebody might think I'm stealing it, but like, I, what if some, I mean, obviously somebody lost this and if they lost it, is it possible I could find who it is? And I just was in a quandary and she's like, yeah, you got to pick it up. And I said, then what do I do? And she's like, we'll call the police. And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. So I thought I'll pick it up and I'll call the police. And she said, well, is there any identification on it? So anyway, I, I picked it up and I turned around to start walking back down the street and I had it and I decided, she goes, can you open it up and check? So I open it up and thank heavens, a girl had put her name on the screen. And when it popped up, it said her name. So as I was walking, I put it back in this beautiful black uh, computer bag. And I decided to go on Facebook and try to find this girl. And I happened to find her. I put her name in, I find her name on Facebook. And I was super, super excited. And so I sent her a message. I, I face, I did an I, uh, on messenger. I just said, hi, you know, my name is Beth. I was walking on the street. I found your, I'm assuming this is your laptop. I would love to return it to you. 
it was an apple it was like an air book or apple whatever it was so I I told her what the specific you know and here's my cell phone number please reach out to me I want to get this back to you so I came home and I put that on the table and I told my kids and my husband about what happened and I was super excited to hear from this girl and get this thing back to her well I didn't hear anything and I told my daughter, this girl's, my, my 16 year old daughter, Bailey, I told this, her, her name and Bailey said, Oh mom, I know her. I I used to play water polo with her. I said, Oh my gosh, B, could you help me? Could you, could you message her? Could you let her know that I have this? I, she's not responding. And I would think if she's lost it, she would be searching for it. So Bailey went on to Instagram and found her and she made a message to this girl. Well, the girl's father messaged back to my husband, Matt. And we were like, this is weird. And we were trying to make connect all the dots, but we weren't doing a very good job at it. So anyway, the father said, because my husband is a school administrator, Matt is. And so we were assuming he probably knows Matt somehow through the school system. We didn't know. We did not know. We couldn't figure out how he got the information. But anyway, crazy story. So anyway, this, this, this man says, Hey, um, I will come and pick it on, I'm up on my way home from work tomorrow. And will somebody be home? And you know, my husband was like, yeah, yeah, my wife will be here. Okay. So I just told you these three stories and I wanted to sh- finish the rest of the story for all three stories tied together. Okay. So this, this man comes to pick up, uh, his daughter's laptop. And when I open my front door, lo and behold, it is the man that filled up my gas tank or gave me, bought me gas when I ran out of gas. His name was, is Dean. And I said, Dean, hi, what are you doing? And he said, I'm here to pick up my daughter's laptop. And I said, Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that here this individual had helped me in a time of need when I was in a sticky situation. And now I've had the opportunity to help his daughter and his family. And he said, I can't tell you how grateful we are that you reached out to us and found this. He said, we bought this for our daughter as her college graduation gift, and we had no idea what happened. We had put it on the back of our car accidentally on the way to go take care of her horses, and it must have fallen off when we turned the corner, and we just could not figure out where it was. And I said, well, I am so glad that we connected, and I thank you so much for helping me that one day, and here's your daughter's laptop, and he said, to pay you back for doing this for us, I work on appliances. Do you have any appliances that I could come and repair for you? <laughs> Do I have any appliances? Let me see. I Let me count. So I had a refrigerator that leaked. I had an oven that was on 135 degrees every day, all day, unless I was cooking it at a higher temperature. And my dishwasher was causing a lot of problems too. <laughs> So I started laughing and I felt bad. And at first I was going to say, no, 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 it's okay. You know, 
And I thought, heck, Beth, this is, this is a blessing that you have received from Heavenly Father. Don't deny it or reject it. And so I said, actually, I do. Can I show you what's going on? So I took him to my refrigerator and he said, oh, no problem. I will come tomorrow morning, which was a Saturday, and I will fix that for you. So to make a long story short, Dean came and he, re- he fixed our, my, my fridge. It doesn't leak anymore. Do you know how beautiful that is? And on top of that, um, he told me that he, we talked about our oven and he found a panel on eBay and he said, if you're willing to buy it, it was $350. He said, if you buy that on eBay, I will install that for you and I'll charge you this much and I'll fix it. And then the day before my sister-in-law got married at our house, he fixed my dishwasher. He replaced the motor. Now we paid him for the labor. We paid for all those things. The, the fridge was the gift from him to us. But what I wanted to show you is I shared with you those three stories. I told you about our appliances. I told you about running out of gas. And I told you about finding this young lady's laptop. What that made me think about was how much Heavenly Father loves us and how much he's aware of our lives. And many times we might think things are coincidental or accidental and they're not. As it says in Isaiah 49, 16, he says, Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. He is completely aware of us. When Joseph was in the grove of trees, Heavenly Father introduced his son, and Joseph was called by name. Also, if you read in Matthew 6, he talks about, um, I just want to read this to you. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet, I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, even so will he clothe you, if ye are not of little faith. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, or wherewith shall we be clothed. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. So anyway, I just wanted to tell you that I felt the tender mercies of the Lord through this simple appliance story, gas story, and iPad, or I'm sorry, laptop. And I know that Heavenly Father is fully aware of us and what we're going through and that he provides answers through others and that he will not forsake us. So remember that when you're out and about and you run into somebody and you think it's a coincidence or you help somebody, know that there's another backstory to all of it that you might not even be aware of. 
And don't forget that you're an instrument in the hands of God. Have a great day, everybody. I am so grateful that you listened to my latest podcast. Please share these episodes with your family and friends. I look forward to being with you again soon. Have a great day.